0: Welcome to The Mosaic of Marian, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our
1: sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture
0: through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Well, good morning, and so glad you guys are back here with us again. Once again, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm the pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and once again this week, uh, we have a second-time visitor, uh, Miss Mona Seldon, um, and so glad she's back. We want to finish up sort of what we started last week, so Miss Mona, how are you?
1: I'm good. It's good to be here. Um, I'm excited to continue to talk about the names of God, and especially in relation to this pandemic as it continues in, um, in just the relevancy of those.
0: Well, so glad you're here. And we did, um, if you're wondering why wow, she's back, number one, she did a lot better than I did last week. And number two, um, we did have a bunch of people want to know if there were more names um, that could be relevant to the times that we have. And um, so we're going to open up with the word of prayer, and then we're going to jump right into our first name. So let's pray, guys. Father God, we come, and Lord, we bow in your presence. You are the one true God. You are the God of the universe. You're the creator God the sustainer God and the provider God for all things. And Lord, even during times of a pandemic or during times of natural disasters or during times of anything, Lord, you're still on the throne. Some people may be asking, Mm -hmm. where's God right now while all of this going on? Well, he's still on the throne. He's still in control. And at any moment, he could stop it. Um, Lord, we don't understand everything while this is happening um we may have some thoughts but lord your ways are higher than our ways and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts so we can never uh, come down exactly sure on one side of the coin lord but here's what we do know that you're always faithful you've said you would never leave us nor forsake us and that you love us more than we love our very selves and that you sent jesus into this um, world to save us from our souls Save us from our sins. And so, Lord, um, we just look unto you, and we ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So, anyway, we're going to jump right in. And um, sort of like same game plan as last week, I'm going to throw out the name, and I'll give you a passage if you have your Bibles, and that well, way you can be there, and we'll read it at some point. Um, but I want to jump in, and um, and then we'll let Miss Mona um, describe some things and talk about it, and then I'll make some comments on the back end. So the first one is Jehovah Shalom, um, God is peace, or the Lord is peace um, will be a better way to put that. So Miss Mona, what do you got?
1: I think that um, this is so relevant during this time, especially as it continues and more and more people become um, diagnosed with having the virus, and maybe it's hitting closer to home than it used to be, um, people that we know or people that we're connected to, um, when the food shelves are empty at the stores, those things continue and it continues to ramp out up. And you watch the news and they say breaking news every day. And there's just so much out there that could um, cause us to fear, could cause us to um, cower in the corner because of all that is happening. But God is Jehovah Shalom. He is our peace. And so even in the midst of all of that, we can have peace. We can have the peace that passes all understanding is how it's described in the Bible. That um, in our human minds, it doesn't make any sense to have peace in the midst of it. But because the peace comes from God, then it makes sense and it works. And, um, and Jesus says that he gives us his peace not like the world gives it. So we know that it's different. We know that it's supernatural. Um, So in the midst of everything that we have in our hearts and our minds, um, that peace can guard it, guard us, guard our hearts, guard our minds, and keep us from um, giving into fear and and, um, dwelling on those things, but rather we dwell on that peace that we
0: have. So a passage where we find that is in the call of Gideon. And if you've never um, read this passage in the book of Judges, Um, Man, you know how to read. If you think sometimes that, um, I think many times we think these biblical characters that were real people um, or sort of different than we were, they're like some superhuman type of... Actually, no. When Gideon was called into the ministry of what he was going to do and ultimately become a judge, dude was scared. He was hiding and he was trying to do something at night that was usually done during the day and um but then the angel of the lord comes and calls him a mighty warrior and basically now this is meadow's loose translation <laughs> Gideon said what you talking about <laughs> you talking to me so anyway it's in judges chapter 6 and it is in um verse 24 make sure i had the right verse judges 6:24 the bible says then Gideon built an altar to the lord and called it the lord is peace now we laugh and I laugh all the time with Mona. She's really into um, tenses of words and and all that. Here's what I love about that right there. In, in about all of these titles, mm-hmm. if you've noticed. That, yeah. I haven't brought this up. Right. Every one of them says, The Lord is. Yes. Present tense. Yes. So why is that such a... You have an affinity for these tenses, <laughs> um, seemingly, Miss Mona.
1: Well, especially... You bring up that point of it being present tense, that it's not that he was peace. It's not that um, he used to be that way, but he is right now. And so right here and now, in the midst of all that we're going through, he is. He is these things. Um, He is the um, provider. He is our shepherd. He is our peace. Um, He is those things right now. Um, We don't have to think of it as being, well, we missed out on it. Um, or maybe it'll come eventually, but it is right here and now.
0: Well, Amen. Um, and so, isn't that a great comfort, though? It, it ought to be to everybody that it's a comfort that God is here and now, the very same thing. So, if you're looking at the book of Judges, um, I believe in a young earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe God, when He created it, He created it with maturity, um, that it would look ha- like it had age, but it was actually young. So, thinking about it that way, this is writing probably 5,000 years ago, 6,000 years ago at the very latest, it would be, but somewhere probably in that time frame. And so, the same God, now think about this, the same God that was peace then yes. is peace now. Yes. Yeah. That statement was as much true at that moment as it is now at this moment. Yes. So, you know, God is not changing. He's ever-present. Um and I'll go back to that scripture that says Jesus Christ same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's always going to be the same. He's never going to change. And so he wants to be your peace out there. And from what I see, does this mean, okay, here's another thought. You know, I love to throw these hard questions yeah, at thanks. you. Um, what is your your definition of peace? Does it mean that you're never afraid? Or does it? what does it mean to you? This is your definition thanks, now. Thanks. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't say give me the Webster's <laughs> dictionary, but your definition.
1: It, to me, it is that yes, we still have concerns, but we don't dwell on those. We know and trust <clears throat> in God's provision and the fact that he is sovereign over it. And so it it's sort it's a rest. Um, that we rest in him and trust in him and have faith in him. And so no, we're not worrying and no, we're not scared. And no, um, we might not enjoy what we're going through. We might not, um, it it still might concern us and might cause us to have a moment where we stop and think about um, the difficulties or the tragedies. But in that same moment, then we say, but God, I trust you. And so, and that is where the, that piece is.
0: I love how you said that. You said that you rest in him.
1: Yes.
0: Sure. I mean, are there things in this world that are going to upset you, worry you, um, cause you to be a little afraid? But in the midst of all that, you can always rest. I love that word for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rest in him that he's going to watch out for you. Right. You know, I, I said, and as a matter of fact, I think I said this yesterday in my sermon. So often we as believers, we trust Jesus with our eternal salvation, yet we won't trust Jesus with our daily provisions. Right? right. How does that work?
1: And we, ta- I think we talked about that last week a little bit. In that, um, we, it's just a matter of having to get over what we don't see. Mm-hmm. and so he sees it all. We talked about that last week. We mm-hmm. talked about Elroy Roy and how God sees. He sees it all. He, he, he has seen the beginning, and he has already seen the end. That was um, this morning just struck me so much because when I think about the end and, you know, when will this end? When will I be able to gather at church again with everybody? Um, I don't know, and the government officials don't know, but God does. He has seen the end, and so... Um, just getting over what we don't know and what we can't see and trusting God with what He can see. And and sometimes that's a big leap, and it's a leap of faith that we have to take.
0: It is, and you're mentioning that. We mentioned it last week. I really find it really hard, though, to separate any of these from each other.
1: Yes, I I do find us going. <laughs> it, it is so interwoven because it is God, and it's they all are His different characteristics and attributes. And so, yes, they are all overwhelmed, over interwoven and I try not to, but they do kind of.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you really up. can have that conversation yes, no, without can. it, absolutely without not. referencing one of the other. Right. And when you, when you started saying, um, now part of it was, I don't really remember us talking about <laughs> it last week, but, but once you said it, then I did remember it. And, and, but I was thinking, well, you really, how can you really talk about one characteristic right. of God you without can't. bringing in the other ones? Absolutely. That's what makes him God.
1: That's absolutely
0: so, so that's Jehovah Shalom. So now we're going to go to Jehovah Ra. Yep. We have had a conversation this morning about is it Ra-ah or is it just Ra or I tell you what, here's what I know. God knows. That's right. So it's Jehovah. We're going with Ra. So <laughs> Jehovah Ra and that here everyone will know this one. The Lord is my shepherd. Right.
1: And actually, we were talking about rest with the peace, and I was thinking that that goes right along with um, Jehovah Ra, the Lord is my shepherd, and that he leads, we know that shepherds lead their sheep into rest, and so God does that for us also, and in the midst of this, um, shepherds give the sheep what they need to eat, and so whatever we're hungering for, whether it's um, (laughs) having to have different things on our dinner plates because the store is out of what we've had, which is... A very practical and simple thing but he also gives us the things that we hunger for as far as companionship and maybe right when we are missing people so much um, somebody will um, call or text right when we are feeling lonely he'll bring something along to um, fill that with um, something that we need and so as that shepherd he guides us Um, he'll take us to the places where we there is we don't have to be in fear and where we can experience that peace and that rest He'll um, provide um, a song that will come on, uh, a video that will be posted that we can watch um, and provide us times to get into the Word and be with Him in His Word, which would give us all of that that we need. And so um, He draws us away from the things that would cause us to um, have um, fears and anxieties um, and give us that rest that we need.
0: I was thinking, um, as you're speaking right there, and I want to encourage you out there, if you're listening. Um, one of the greatest things you can do during this time of quarantine or stay-at-home orders or whatever, is that when God brings someone to your um, thought process, when He brings someone to your mind, reach out to them. Uh, you don't know it would mean the world. So often, yes. you know. And I know some people would say, "Well, you're a pastor; you ought to be reaching out." Um, and yeah, and I should be, but I want to. And what I try to do, how I've patterned my way, has been that as soon as God brings um, a person to my mind, what I do is I will text them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've called a few, but mainly I've just been I've been texting a lot, um, and because you can quickly shoot a text. That's the one thing about technology that is good. You can reach out to someone and just. A matter of seconds, and boom, it's gone. And so, that person, and so often, I've gotten back from whomever I've texted. um, Legit, one person said said this to me: "Are you just doing this because the church is telling you to, or are you sending this to everybody in the church, or did you send this just to me?" And so I went back and I said, "Yes, everybody in the church ultimately will get something I think from me, but today." The Lord brought you to my mind. Yes. And so I have already prayed for you. And now when you tell me what you want me to pray for you about, then I'm going to pray for that as well. So I've already prayed before I text. Then I text. And then when that person responds and says, Hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is where I really need to pray. Then I pray again for that person. And I just believe God has used that. Yes to bring us back to that point. Have you found anything like that in reaching out to people?
1: Um, yeah, in, in calling people um, and talking to the ladies that um, are in my Sunday school class and whatnot, um, it just means so much to them to know that somebody's thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And But you're right, just in in general, I find that the Holy Spirit, if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, He will nudge you and tell you who you need to contact. Mm -hmm. And when you obey um, and do it, the blessings are innumerable. And so I found that to be true so often. And and sometimes even just a comment to somebody. I made a comment to a stranger one time about her shirt. And she just gushed because it was a shirt that her son, who had recently passed away, had given to her. Mm -hmm. And so it just meant so much to her to be able to share about her son And it was just a a comment that to me didn't seem to be relevant, but I did it because the Holy Spirit told me to. And so, yeah, he definitely, the Holy Spirit definitely leads us into encouraging people. And, And you're right, during this time especially, it's important to make sure that we're doing that.
0: And some of you maybe be well, wait a minute. You're talking about the names of God, and now you've gone to the Holy Spirit. What in the world? So here it is. Because the Lord is my shepherd, he guides me to the people that I need to be guided to. Yes. The Lord guides us to prompt or prompts us or however you want to say it. So, And I'll, I'll say this thing. I never go into a day saying, well, this is who I'm going to contact today. Right. But I just leave it open to the Lord. And I'm like, and my prayer is, God, I want you to show me who needs a, a, a reaching out to today or, or however I word it. But I want to read to you in Psalm 23, I want to read a little bit more than just the verse where it says that because it speaks to everything that you that you spoke of. I'm going to read the first three verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, doesn't mean that you're going to have everything you want. Specifically, it's talking about needs there. Yes. Um, shelter food, clothing, as you said, um, <coughs> excuse me, you may not have filet mignon every night for dinner, <laughs> but you'll have something. Yes. So he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. And here's what I love. Not for your own sake, not even for the sheep's sake, but for his sake. Yes. So how do you get all, how do you work all that down? Um, as you just heard that, and then it closed that way, how does that resonate in your mind?
1: Well, the, the most important thing for us is that we bring glory to God. Right. And so, um, you know, you can start in Genesis and go all the way through the Bible and you can see the Lord tells over, says over and over and over again, that the things that are happening are so that people would know that he is God. Um, or it will say that to bring glory to God, that Um, And so by trusting in him as our Jehovah Ra, our shepherd, when we allow him then to lead us and we allow him to take care of us in those ways, then that brings glory to him because then somebody else who is watching will look at us and say, you know, how are you experiencing those things? And we can say, it's all God. And And so obviously then that brings glory to him. And so it's just that's why we're that's why we're here. That's why um, he's in relationship with us because he loves us and desires to have that relationship. And so then we need to be um, walking with him and allowing him to do those things.
0: And he he desires for you to have that rest um, going all the way back to you talking about there with peace. And this is once again how they're interconnected. Uh You know, a sheep. Will not be, will not eat, will not drink, will not be growing and be healthy if it's not at peace. Right. One thing I've learned is I've preached through that passage and right. studied it. So they need those things. So, so the Lord wants it for us. Is the reason He called us sheep,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, we're not always smart right. as human beings. But He says I want you to be in your best um, atmosphere for your spiritual growth, so that then. You can turn around and give me glory. Right. It's always everything, as you said very eloquently, for his name's sake. Yes. So that he gets the glory in everything.
1: Yep. Yes.
0: Anything else about that?
1: I I don't think so.
0: Okay. (laughs) Then let's go to um, one more. Um, El Shaddai, God Almighty. You know, I remember hearing this for the very first time, um, and I... We have a group in this area called New Song, and um, Ellen Petty leads it. But she had a group, um, and I think it was made up of young teenagers, whatever, back in the day when <laughs> I was when I was a teenager. And so they came to my home church of Samuel Harris, and they sang this song called El Shaddai. It impacted me so mm-hmm. much. Um, I was real. I was like, Wow, what a number one, what a song, and number two, what a name. Yes. And so every time I hear that song now, legit, I am taken back that, to yeah. a Sunday night in my youth, which we're talking about 30-some-odd <laughs> um, years ago, almost 40, and hearing this group of teenagers and or young people singing this song. Yes. So it means God Almighty. Yes. So take it.
1: Um, God Almighty, it speaks of God's power and His strength. Um, it's an all-encompassing power and it's an all-sufficient strength. It tells us that he is able to accomplish the things that he has provided for us and also that he is sufficient to meet our needs. Um, and just in general, we I think we tend to try and have our needs met by various things, many, many things, um, and other people and other things. And yet, The only thing who is truly sufficient to satisfy us is God. And so in his name, El Shaddai, as we are dealing with this pandemic especially, um, just knowing that he has that all-encompassing power to um, do whatever he desires to do with the virus um, gives us that comfort and strength that we need. His all-sufficient strength that He, this virus is not stronger than him. Right. This, um, the, the situation that we are in and the um, lockdowns that we're experiencing and um, uh, just all of it is not more powerful than God Almighty. And so um, that, again, goes back to giving us that peace, giving <laughs> us that rest. Um, I think that this is um, connected to God's sovereignty also, because I think it plays into that, that it's just all interwoven, but... In his sovereignty, um, if he weren't all-encompassing power and all-sufficient strength, he wouldn't be sovereign over it. And so we know that he is, and so we know that he um, it, it will not be overcome by this, that he will overcome in his timing, and his desire, in his will. He will overcome it, but he is God Almighty.
0: I know last week I, I threw you a curveball when I asked you <laughs> um, uh, a question that you um, were <laughs> taken aback by. But I want, to, I want to just make a comment here, um, and because something you just said. It's all in His timing. Yeah. And I want you to understand that just because God does not answer something right now, does not mean, number one, He's not going to answer it. it. Does not mean that He cannot answer it, or that He is choosing not to answer it. It just means that we have to remember, God looks at the big picture. Yes. He does not just look at this very second Um I don't know if I said it last week, but I know, um, and I just forgot the group that I was going to mention, and I can't think of them, so we're going to go on anyway. There's this group that sings, (laughs) Casting Crowns is their name, and um, they sing this song, and now I forgot the name (laughs) of the song, but um, anyway, he's already there. Already there is the name of the song, And and he tells a story that he got this song from his daddy taking him to a parade and he was on the street and you know in the parade you just see what's right in front of you so then his daddy took him up to where he worked in this building and literally on top where his daddy worked you could see the entirety of the parade Hmm. the very beginning of it and the very end Hmm. and he said that's sort of led to that song already there by casting crowns and um, it's really true God sees the entirety not only of our life, right, but the world. Yes, yes. So yes. what a truth!
1: Right, he's already been there. He's already stood. And it, as you were talking, it, it we just finished Easter weekend, and so, and I saw this posted over and over and over again. But just because on Saturday nothing was happening didn't mean that God wasn't working. And I thought that that was such a great truth to proclaim that just because. We are in the midst of this um, pandemic still, and we see um, bad things happening. We do see good things happening. Mm-hmm. We do see people that are being healed and we and coming out of it. Um, but just because we can't see God ending it doesn't mean that he's not working towards that. And so to be reminded of that, that, um, that just because we can't see it doesn't mean that he's not doing it.
0: And in the midst of working, he has a purpose. Yes. Always. I, I'm, I'm serious. He always has a purpose for allowing yes, whatever's happening to happen. So he has a purpose in this, and I don't know when we'll see it, when we'll know it. You know, I'm not on that committee, as they say. <laughs> That's only God. Um, so we have one more name here we really want to get to. Um, we had a bunch more, and so you know what that means. I'll have to bring you back at some point <laughs> in the future that we'll get to that, but... Um, so, and once again, this is another name we were trying to exactly decide how we were going to say it. <laughs> um, we think it's Kanay, and, um, it's, he's a jealous God.
1: Yes. Um, and this is a little bit different because, um, this, as I was thinking about the names and what we wanted to talk about in, um, and coming up and thinking about his name Kanae and being a jealous God, um, it's a little bit different because we don't think of this name in... And think of it as far as his provision and what he gives to us and what um, we might get from him. But he is a jealous God. And so as we sit in our homes with lots of time on our hands, um, this is the time when when it's especially evident that he is jealous for how we are spending our time. And so we are told to put no other gods before him. And we may think that we don't live in a world with idols, but we do. And anything yes. that you put in, in as more important than God is an idol. And so um, as we make decisions about how we spend our time, you know, are you going to something else to get your comfort that you need? Are you looking to other things to find satisfaction instead of God and his word um, he is jealous for those things and he does not want you to, um, look to other things for that, those comforts and that satisfaction. And so we need to be aware of that. We need to be aware of how we're spending our time. And though it may seem like we have lots of time on (laughs) our hands, um, and this was very convicting for me, I'll tell you that, um, when I was um, thinking about this and God brought this to mind, um, that even though we we have lots of time on our hands and we need to make sure that we're honoring God with that time. Mm -hmm. And we're spending time in his word and taking advantage of the extra time to be in his word. And, um, it's so much easier to turn on the TV or to get on the iPad. Um, and like I said, this was convicting for me. Um, but he, he's jealous for us because he loves us so much and because he is God and because he, only He can give us the things that we've been talking about. And so um, when we look to other things, then we're not honoring Him as God.
0: And yeah, not only, you know, I think you may have used the word that He doesn't want. Mad. He won't allow us, really, right. to share His, He won't share His glory with anybody right. or anything. Um, so He's jealous for you. He loves you. He won't give glory to anyone else. Right. And so, and when we try to, um, I'm pretty sure it makes you mad. <laughs> and, um, you know, you just get in trouble when you start trying to give glory to someone else. So, our time is running out. Like I said, we have a bunch more we could talk about, but our time is running out. So, I want to, if you would close us in prayer, and then I'll have a few closing comments.
1: All right. Lord God, I just thank you um, for who you are and that you are all of these things that we have talked about. And that in the midst of, of all that is happening we can trust you as jehovah shalom our peace we can trust you as jehovah ra our shepherd to lead us and guide us where we need to go and i th- pray that we would especially trust you as el shaddai mm. that you are all-encompassing strength and an all-powerful and that we would just rest in that fact and so we thank you for the truths that you give us so that we can hold on to them and um, walk by faith and not by sight. And we thank you for loving us and for choosing us. And I just pray that these things would resonate in our hearts so that we will indeed give you glory through all of this. And we lift these things up to you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Once again, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And this podcast is The Mosaic of Marian. And um, I had Mona Selden with me again today, and this will be out every Tuesday morning. So I want to thank you guys for being a part and ask you to tune in next week as well. God bless you guys. Bye-bye.